Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's okay. You can do it. You can do it. I, I was just gonna say your look has gone from like very nice. I really want to make sure you meet my grandpa uh, when it's safe to do that again. To rainbow skyline and tilted hat. And uh, you know, yeah, that wow. Isn't that weird? How I just like I wear my yeah. hat and sometimes it feels a little bit tight and you just knock it up a little bit and it just sits on top and it's a nice feeling and it covers up how bad my hair is, but. It is also like uh, it used to be a style choice, like like the a top tip, hat, right? Yeah, you'd tip like the hat like up and away, and like <laughs> oh, the tip of the hat. Yes, when back when Derek Jeter retired, we were big on tipping hats. I remember this fondly. <laughs> yes, it's so true. That's how baseball uh, fans actually talk too. <laughs> uh, if the Rockies do trade Nolan Arenado, and I can just never pay oh, attention no. to baseball again, it wouldn't be the end of the world. We are DMVR Fantasy, presented by DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook betting app in the world. Mad uh -huh. money being made from your boy. Uh, I truly am the midweek king, Henry. Uh, mm. It's these GD weekends that are <laughs> really oh. getting me. But that's okay. We're going to figure this out. By the way, Grizz, a big win against Washington. Congrats right. to you, my friend. Grizz uh -huh. basketball, we're all about that Grizz life up in this piece uh, buffs win milano basketball wins in turkey against andalus efes for the first time in many many moons so we're feeling good on the hoop side we're not here to talk hoops i do we're have one to confession to make fantasy football please start with the confession this is confession corner on our thursday audio only pod this is actually the first time i've thought about this since last oh, no. night it's something oh, no. that i've been able to keep out of my mind but boom as you bring in bring up that buffs game it's just like right yeah. back Okay. So at halftime of that game, the line was 30 points, like buffs by 30, which was a lock. And so I put a significant amount of money, a few yep. units on the buffs to cover that line. Or so I thought, 
it turns out I accidentally hit Omaha plus 30. <gasps> and it wasn't until like, like we'd, we'd watch old game, done the post game show. I'd come home. I'd been sitting on the couch playing Xbox. And then I was like, oh, wait, I want to throw in a bet on this Grizz game, this late night Grizz game. Look at my account. And it's like, well, that number is baffling to me because where could my money have gone? Oh, and then no. I looked at my bets and it turns out that that's what happened. And uh, what a rookie mistake. Like I lose bets in so many well, stupid ways. You know, I often <clears throat> when I place a, a bad bet that I, I know, I, I know exactly I placed it. I often open the app and for a split second when it's loading to log in, I hope that I put the act. I did exactly what you did, but of course, you know, for my bad bets, yeah. not for my good bets. That's devastating, Henry. I'm so sorry yeah. to hear that. That's a killer. I'm really sorry to hear that. For somebody like me, who's like, I'm a marginal better. Like I'm a, I'm all right. I'm not like great. I'm, yeah. I have a winning record, but just barely. Mm -hmm. Those are the types of losses that will just doom me. Yeah, yeah, that'll get you. That'll get you when you should be up like five units and you're you're down three because you you went uh, you went in hard. That that's uh, that's gonna hurt anyone. That yep. is gonna hurt anyone. Um, man, man, what a bummer. We are not here to bum you out. It's fantasy playoff time. Those kick off in a mere matter of hours with Thursday night football, AFC West matchup, Chargers at the Raiders. Um, Injury update, start sits. We've got you covered on all your lineup dilemmas coming in to the playoffs. Um, Hank, you were supposed to drive this, but we got we got off tilt, so I got us back yeah. on track. Maybe we should just well, have two drivers. <clears throat> we can totally do that. We can, on the you know, it's a little three. bit Monte, Jamal Murray, backcourt, you know? Mm. We, we can we can have two point guards. That's okay. Yeah. Two primary ball handlers, that's totally fine. The Nuggets were pulling that off for sure. Of course. Like, they have Monte, they had Faku, they had Will Barton in. I think that's PJ right. Dozier was on the court at the same time. Like yeah. that lineup, that's that's like four guys who could play point guard. That's the get the Faku out of here lineup. <laughs> <laughs> get them. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. Uh, Honestly, jokes only from this point forward, though. I kind of feel like we should end the pod here, or this should just be our, <laughs> our comedy side pod and not a fantasy pod. We need Ooh. to get this back on track for realsies, though, Henry. Um, oh, yeah. Should we start with my lineup dilemmas and then we can get into Thursday night and then get into start sits and other matchups and other fun games and people's questions and stuff? Yeah. Tell me about your problems, Dre. All right. Tannehill against Detroit. Or. Baker Mayfield. Who are the Cleveland Browns playing against at the New York Giants? Yeah. I hate that matchup. Oh, you know, it's what, what, Tannehill, isn't it? I think it is. I yeah. think that you'd probably be overthinking, but but Baker has been really good recently. What scares me though is that the Browns might just be able to run on the Giants. Like we, the, the defense yep. of the Giants has been underrated and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, the Browns have been able to run the football on good football teams. And I think that means there's a chance that they're going to be able to just run the ball on the Giants. And that means not much work for Baker. Here's the big question. This is that league. Um, you know, people made fun of my great draft and called. So I named the team auto Dre because everyone said I auto drafted. Um <laughs> And I've got I've got nothing but stud running backs, but I need to pick three of these four: David Montgomery against Minnesota, Miles Sanders against Arizona. I think those two guys are locked in. 
The big question is in the flex spot where I'm undecided between Zeke Elliott against San Francisco or Kenyon Drake against the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, yeah. uh, Oof is right. Zeke actually missed practice yesterday. Um, I'll get a real injury update in a second, but let's see. 12 carries, 48 yards last week. 18 for 77 before that. Yeah. I mean, as we were saying a couple of weeks ago, when we talked about Zeke, not much going on, not much has changed. Kenyon Drake at the very least, I feel like you like the matchup better. Um, And at least he's getting me those carries that he might get me that like touchdown touch. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott listed as questionable as of now, by the way. Okay. So, would the only other viable alternative I would have, because those are both kind of icky options, mm-hmm. is Devonte Booker. But he plays tonight, and all indications is this is how we can transition into a little Thursday night football preview. All indications are Josh Jacobs, Double J is playing tonight against the LA Chargers. Correct? Yeah, yeah. So I. I... Uh, who is Kenyon Drake playing again? The Eagles. That's right. I, I think that that's probably the move. Okay. Godspeed, Henry. Godspeed. Godspeed mm. to you as well. But yeah, let's use that as a way to transition to this Chargers at Raiders game tonight. Um, I I feel like this is going to be a pretty high scoring game. What's your read on it? It's a tough one to read. It's a tough one to read for me. I kind of feel like the Raiders have given up and the injuries have mounted enough for them on the defensive side to where they're just unable to keep up. And this is a classic team that is they're They're a Jekyll and Hyde team and they are really good when they're playing with a lead in a close game. Um, and they can keep the play calling and the offense on track and balance. But when they're playing down, uh, it's trouble. It's big time trouble for these Raiders. Um, and look, I just kind of think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be similar ish to the chargers, uh, Falcons game, um, from last Sunday where the, the chargers eked out 2017 victory, with a last second field goal. I think that's what we're going to see. So I kind of like the under here and I don't love this matchup um, though. There are some elements on the chargers that I do like most of all, Austin Eckler, who I really think is going to be able to kind of gobble up uh, those linebackers um, for, for Vegas. Yeah, and and the injuries are really the story here. You know, yeah. the Raiders. It's it's kind of crazy just looking at everybody. The Raiders don't have uh, Nicholas Morrow, Cleveland or Cleveland Farrell, Damon Arnett, Jonathan Abram, Henry Ruggs, Jeff Heath, Malik Collins, Tanner Muse, um, Richie Incognito has been gone for a while now. Tyrell Williams has been gone for a while now. Um, and then there are even more guys who are questionable as well. But then you look at the Chargers. And there are three playmakers on offense. The big three: Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler all questionable. And so if those three play, I can see them just ripping apart that secondary, but at the same time, uh, I mean, as of right now, 
I, I like Josh Jacobs, but that might be about it in this game until we know like Keenan Allen or Austin Eckler is playing. If Austin Eckler yeah. plays, I do like that. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, Darren Waller might be intriguing as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, duh, like yeah. he's been a stud all season, but he's kind of the one big name who is healthy. Um, but, you know, like I don't love the quarterbacks in this matchup. It's just a bit of a. It's a bit of a tricky one. Yeah, it's a bit of a tricky one from a fantasy perspective, because I feel. Yeah, I feel like neither defense is hot, but do the Raiders really care? Um, I like the Chargers in general, but then the Chargers have a bunch of injuries on offense. So, yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. Sure is. Uh, let's move on to the next game on the schedule. Bills playing the Broncos in Denver. What yeah. are we thinking here? Going to be interesting because the, the DNA of this Bills team has really been different from what, um, you know, what they've been under Sean McDermott over the last couple years was a defensive first team. And they've really shifted into an offensive first team this year and it's working out great for them the broncos in some instances have been one of those rare defenses that can kind of slow down good offenses um but with josh allen and stefan diggs and cole beasley and that offense clicking the way they're clicking will that keep up with the lacking depth that corner and what have you um so i think this is kind of going to be a high scoring game I think you're going to see, you know, both Locke and Josh Allen put up some nice numbers. I think you're going to see Tim Patrick play well um, and be productive. And I think you're going to see the big two wide receivers from the Bills play well. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, crazy that Stephon Diggs already has 100 catches this season. Because it seems like there are only like five receivers who did that last year. And I guess there's only a few weeks left, but still impressive. Um, yeah, I do. I do like Stefan Diggs. Uh, I like Devin Singletary. Um, outside of that, I think you're gambling. If, if you're taking guys, you like Singletary. Buffalo, yeah. I, I do like Singletary. I mean, he, he, it's easy to second guess it though. When you say things like that, that's like the level of like I have for him. Um, yeah, but given how the running backs <clears throat> have been used, <laughs> I, I think that odds are you got to play him if you have him in this one. Um, now on the Broncos side, I mean, I don't like either of the running backs. I still get scared by all the receivers, but I would agree that Tim Patrick is probably worth playing, and that's mm -hmm. probably it. Well, and Stephon Diggs, I hate to say it, but I don't know how they stop him. Yeah. I mean, that's not being facetious. I literally don't know how they stop a wide receiver of that caliber on the outside with the injuries they're dealing with, unless like Bryce Callahan's healthy. And even if Bryce Callahan's healthy, I don't know how they stop Cole Beast. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, um, that's my feeling on that game. Panthers at Packers, this late night Saturday game. Well, primetime Saturday. There, there, there needs to be more late night NFL football, like Pac 12 after agree. dark, like Maction type stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Panthers at Packers, you know, not really all that impressed with either defense at this point. So McCaffrey um, out, right? That's what I was seeing today. Uh, he's doubtful. Unlikely. Not good. Yeah. Would agree there. Um, 
no Kevin King, no Zadarius Smith, no, or I guess those are questionable. So is Alan yeah. Lazard. Um, oh man, I, I'm having it. I'm finding it harder and harder to trust the Panthers and their playmakers. Though, as we were talking about on the Tuesday show, Robbie Anderson's been very productive. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to sit him, and with those injuries at at corner. Uh, that's a decent matchup. And Mike Davis mm-hmm. keeps on being productive, even though the yards might not be there. He runs tough, and he always seems to uh, churn out key touchdowns for you. So outside of those two guys, though, and Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, obviously don't see a ton of studs. Yeah, uh, I, I do think this might be an MVS week. Um, I'd be tempted because I do feel like both teams should be able to put up at least some points. The Packers putting up more for sure, though. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's really all I have there. I like Tanyan, too. Yeah. All right, Sunday games. Uh, early morning, uh, we've got the Jaguars at the Ravens. Ick. Mm. What, can we backtrack for just one second and sure. do a quick would you rather on MVS? Because to me, it's really hard to trust MVS on a do yeah. or die playoff week like this. That is true. So would you rather, as far as starting this week, Curtis Samuel, Chase Claypool, Nelson Aguilar, Tim Patrick, or MVS? I mean, I, I do think MVS is right toward the bottom of that group. Yeah. Um him or Curtis Samuel's an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Tim Patrick's guaranteed the targets, which is nice. Um, yeah. Who who else was in there? Chase Claypool. Claypool. Uh, I mean, Claypool could be at the bottom at this point too. Yep. I, I think Claypool is the only one I'd put uh, behind MVS. Um, then in front of MVS, I I put uh, Samuel just by a hair. No. No, I put MVS ahead of Samuel. Yep. And then Tim Patrick first. In that same game, MVS versus Samuel and uh, Samuel questionable. Yeah. Yeah, and then Aguilar's tough to justify playing him um, on Thursday. You know? Like, I kind of hate... I kind of hate having us starting a guy on Thursday in these big weeks when it's at a borderline spot like that, you know, yeah, could, I'd rather wait and see and let the injuries play out. But anyways, that's my thoughts on that game. Okay. Um, next one was Jags at Ravens. I don't really like much here. I mean, Lamar Jackson, you've, you've got to play him if you have him. Um, even James Robinson scares me and he's Look. questionable too. But, uh, I mean, when you're looking at the Jags, I feel like that's maybe the only guy you start. And even yeah. that's scary going up against this defense. It's just that I think your hand is probably tied. If I'm all in on Dobbins. That'd be my one thing. Oh, I'm all okay. in on Dobbins. I think this is going to keep up. These are easier matchups for the Ravens where they're always going to get large spreads because that's the kind of team they are. You know, talk about teams that play well with a lead and are Jekyll and Hyde's if they're playing from behind. Or playing from in front when the Ravens are playing from in front and able to really be creative with their run game and let guys like Dobbins get downhill and exhaust defenses and really impose their will they're gangbusters um and I think they're just starting to ride him more and more I think 
he could be a sneaky like playoff MVP. Do not leave him on your bench. J.K. Dobbins, I think you got to start him. I think he's a, a big play in the flex for a lot of teams this week against the Jets. All right. Um, Bucks at Falcons. Huh. Don't know what to make of the Falcons, man. Matt Ryan. I'm, I'm kind of in on him. I'm... Yeah. No, I mean, <clears throat> you can make a case and you can't like bench Calvin Ridley or anything like that. But boy. And I mean, the Bucks have been rough all year. Yeah. Rough all year. You can um, say it. I can't. It's probably a Ronald Jones week. But um, if yeah. I say it, usually it's troublesome. Yeah, I, I do think that it is um, just because you should be able to run on these guys. Um, oh, no. Ronald Jones is out, though. Does that make it a Leonard Fournette week? Hmm. Because you know he's getting a bunch of touches. Or do they, I guess they could throw the ball. No, it's a Ronald Jones week. He's out though. Oh, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Do they trust Fournette? Do they? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's do or die. I, I wouldn't recommend it. I would not true. recommend it. You do have to remember that it's do or die. Um, yeah. It's not lost on me. Receivers, uh, I still like Godwin. Oof. But I don't know. I don't know outside of Godwin. I don't know how you can trust any of these wide receivers, honestly. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. Tough. You're kind of stuck. Should do a would you rather with some of these guys. Yeah, that's true. That would be a good one. Um. How about on the Falcon side? You still taking Julio and Calvin Ridley? Uh, Julio's tough. It's one where you got to monitor the report throughout the week. Yeah. Um, Ridley, yeah. Yeah, I kind of have to. He's, uh, you know, ride the horses that brought you here. All right. Um, Let's see. 49ers at Cowboys. Hate. Everything about the Niners backfield. Yep. Really, it's just like an IUK roll the dice, boomer bus play there. And I mean, the Cowboys, man, we were talking about Zeke. We don't know what to do with Zeke. Um, I guess Andy Dalton might be a desperation play at quarterback. You know, there are going to be some people who might be in that kind of spot. Probably not in the playoffs, but you never know. Um, yeah. but I mean, I, I don't know how you can pick and choose those wide receivers, Hank. Nope. I, I think I your only fantasy starter in this whole matchup. I agree. Uh, Falcons at Titans. Falcons. Lions at Titans. I don't I just looked at the word lions and said Falcons. I don't know what happened. Um, yeah, I mean, no Stafford. So I don't, again, you, you kind of got to stay, stay away from, from the lions uh at titans he said yeah titans on the other hand it's a bit of a -a whack-a-mole offense there uh obviously derrick henry you'll be starting Tannehill, you'll you'll be starting um you know aj brown johnu smith Corey davis that's that's where it gets tricky i think i'd start all three with johnu smith being the toughest call of the three um i'm in on aj brown I'm in on Corey Davis. I think against the Lions, they can put up some numbers. 
Well, and a, a lot of injuries in the line secondary. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I'm with you on the wide receivers. Those That matchup is too juicy not to take advantage of. I'm going against you on Jonu. I can't, in good consciousness, tell people to start Jonu. That's fair. Um, Texans at Colts. Even Philip Rivers questionable for this one. I'm going to see if I can get a better update because that's a big one. Hey, you got to ride with Jonathan Taylor, obviously. Yep. <sighs> Tough, man. All these injuries for Houston on offense. Um, hard to make sense of who to start here. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, I really can't figure <clears throat> out whether Philip Rivers is going to play or not. Um, but if he does play, you know, T.Y. Hilton is coming off a, a big week. I think that that's tempting, especially against the Texans. Well, he's um, been on fire. You got to start T.Y. Hilton. You're right about that. He's been uh, on fire. And if, if Phil, Philip Rivers doesn't play, do you bench T.Y.? I mean, it's Jacoby Bursett, so you got to feel kind of decent about that matchup. Um, even with Bursett, like that's a pretty experienced backup mm-hmm. that knows this offense well and what have you. Um, what about Michael Pittman? Pittman's hard because it's not uh, not a guy you can totally trust. Um, he's more of a roll the dice type of deal. And then what to make of this backfield for the Texans, man? Uh, uh, I, mean, I, I don't know. David or Duke this week? Uh, I mean, it, I would probably just go by who did the most the week before, which doesn't really help no. this time because, I mean, nobody did anything. They put up seven points. Um, let's go Duke. Although Buddy Howell did get the most touches at running back. He had 11 for 42 the week before. I mean, honestly, probably just stay away, especially because the Colts have a good defense anyway. No matter what, you're going to be splitting touches. You're probably not going to be winning in this game anyway. Although, if Phillip Rivers doesn't play, and it is more of a low-scoring game, then maybe I'm tempted. But I think it's easier just to not take a gamble here. So you are seeing Rivers on the injury report? I'm I'm not seeing anything with that. Um, really? So yeah, ESPN's injury report has him questionable, and it says that he didn't practice Wednesday. Um, cool. Uh, what's the next game? Um, let's see. There it is. Oh wait, nope, that's still the Texans. Okay, uh, Patriots at Dolphins. So bad, man. So yeah, bad. I know there's there's nothing to do with fantasy here. Even Damian Harris. <clears throat> Thoughts? What do you think? I mean, uh, I like him, <laughs> um, but it is true. If you're in your fantasy playoffs, maybe you can do better. Um, last week. He still had the most touches. I, I mean, if, if you're looking for a running back, I think you could do a lot worse than Damian Harris. Outside of that, not much going on, unless you want to talk yourself into Devontae Parker. Tough. Tough. Yep. Um, 
let's move along to Bears at Vikings. Mitchell Trubisky, yeah. he's been Dalvin putting up Cook. numbers. Could you talk yourself into Trubisky and more of a a league, especially where you're getting more points for running? Yeah. I mean, I guess. I guess, yeah. You could do a lot so, worse. I mean, let's do a would you rather, like Cam Newton, Trubisky, or Philip Rivers? Trubisky. I think once you, I think that's it's the next tier where it gets hard for me. What would that? So what's that look like? Um, if let's see, Goff is playing the Jets. I'd put Goff in front of him. Um, Kirk Cousins. I I think I I go Trubisky over Cousins. Um, Deshaun Watson. That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, I think Deshaun, you got to start, and that Colts defense isn't looking like the gangbusters they were a couple months ago, you know. Now they're very much, uh, you can put a ton of points on them, especially in garbage time, so I think I do like Deshaun more there. Okay. Um, yeah, but I think that's a pretty decent line. I think I think Trubisky is a pretty decent start. Um, uh, David Montgomery... So like- Probably Trubisky, Taysom Hill, or Jason Jalen Hurts. Trubisky can just trust it more. But you over Hurts, you love Hurts. I do love Hurts, and I mean, I guess if you do think if he runs for eighty yards and a touchdown, then all of a sudden he's at fifteen points. It's a, that's a tough one. Hmm. Just um, because, does I mean, Taysom Hill win out that battle against Casey? I'm I'm not much of a Taysom believer. Okay, so he's third on that. Yeah, Taysom's third. Okay. And then Hurts, Trubisky. Hurts against Arizona, Trubisky against Minnesota. Hmm. Man, I kind of think it's Trubisky. Yeah. Kind of think I'm... he's got more tools to put up points in this one. Threw three touchdowns last week, put up 36 points. They still haven't yeah. lost with him at quarterback. I believe because yeah. he was he quarterback of the Lions game. Yeah, no, that's the correct stat. Everyone's yeah. up in arms about it. It doesn't matter, but oh, okay. that's a good stat. Uh, yeah. Well, you um, know, quarterback wins, they're useless, but it, it is worth mentioning. It is. Uh, useless in fantasy, but maybe there's something there. Um, yeah. David Montgomery, yeah. I, I do like going up against the uh, this defense. In terms right. of receivers, I mean, Allen Robinson's probably a good play. Outside of that, I wouldn't do much. Um, then on the Vikings side. Thielen, we got a question last week. Do you trust Thielen? Um, hard to trust him. Yeah. Hard to trust him. But, yeah. again, Chicago's defense has been a little more easy to take on. The problem is Justin Jen- I mean... I think it's a run heavy game. I think both those uh, Vikings wide receivers kind of disappoint. I think cousins both. disappoints. Yeah. Okay. Um, Seahawks at Washington. Mm. Yeah. What to make of this one? Cause the Seahawks just blew out the jets. Yep. Everyone's high on the football team who, who won a game purely on defense. And again, they're going to be, a highly ranked uh, defense and special teams play, which mm-hmm. against the Seahawks, I'd be very weary. Yep. There's no one I'm really intrigued to start on offense. 
aside from Scary Terry. I guess Logan Thomas, right? Logan Thomas is a good play right now. I think, I mean, he's been solid for a few weeks in a row. And the Seahawks, you have to start who you've had to start all along. I mean, DK, Lockett, Russ, Carson. That's how you That's got it. here. Yeah. Um, Jets at Rams. Oof. Start all the Rams and none of the Jets? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Crowder being the one question mark. The thing is, the Rams are a tough one. Like, they're one of the few teams who, even though I think they'll win in a blowout, I'm not super confident that you can just, like, start Higby, start Woods, start Cup, yeah. start well, Cam Akers. Cam Akers is the one, like, more secure play here because I do think it's a double-digit win. Mm-hmm. I but like those Akers, wide receivers. Woods is questionable, but assuming yeah. he plays, I like him, I like Cup. And, and I do think, like, if you have Tyler Higby, this has to be the week that you play him. Like you still never really know when it's going to be him and when it's going to be Gerald Everett at tight end, but going up against the jets, I, I, I like it. There you go. Crowder. I think you're at a point where you can't trust him in the playoffs right now. Yeah. Especially when like, if the who knows what the Rams are going to do defensively, but if they wanted to just put Jalen Ramsey on him, I think that'd be a pretty good use of Jalen Ramsey in this one. Yeah. I mean, I doubt they'll take that approach, but yeah, mm-hmm. they could. Um, uh, Eagles at Cardinals. Yeah, we talked about Jalen Hurts. Um, definitely start Miles Sanders because they're running the ball a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, Receivers are tight ends. I'm not feeling any of them. No, and cards. Uh, Drake, based on the kind of usage he's going to get, is probably a play. Kyler somewhat came back, but I don't love him. Kyler or Jalen Hurts? hurts i think me too because of the rushing yep um and you have to start hopkins but i kind of hate it that's it i have to start hopkins yeah i agree um any any interest in christian kirk eagles don't have much of a secondary but they play well and they keep these games low scoring it's true uh chiefs at saints Hate everything on the Saints side. Yeah, me too. Alvin Kamara's fall has been incredible. Yep. Incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, they just stopped running the offense to give him all those touches in space. It's kind of wild. Um, so I don't know. It's tough to like anything on the Saints side, I guess, aside from Taysom Hill, who even then is a borderline start as we were talking it out with Jalen Hurts and Trubisky and stuff. Mm-hmm. Chiefs. I don't like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in this matchup. Agreed. Though, you know, RK's big on this, and even though the Saints are the top-run defense in the NFL, any smart defense knows that you almost want to bait the Chiefs into running the ball. That is true. Like I would much rather give up. I think the one of the keys to beating the Chiefs defense is the old Bill Belichick uh, with the Giants approach against the Jim Kelly Bills, uh, where you gotta allow them to run for over a hundred yards to to beat them. So, it, with all that said, still I, I hate Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in this matchup. Obviously, you're starting Tyreek Hill. Obviously, you're starting Travis Kelsey. 
I'm not totally feeling anyone else, though, because this is a good enough defense. And even Hill, man, in a do or die situation, you know, he's a boomer bust kind of production guy. If I was to bet looking at the schedule ahead of the year, which would be one of his bust weeks, I would guess this would be one of his lesser weeks. True. Yeah, that is true. At the same time, Tyreek Hill has just been so good like five of the last six weeks. I think in the last six weeks, he's averaging like 21 points per game or something he's like been that. More than insane. that, probably. He's yeah, been insane. You can't justify benching. I agree. I think you have to play him. Obviously, yeah. Kelsey. Yeah. Obviously, Mahomes. Um, yeah. Outside of that, you're really gambling. Um, yeah, I mean, let's talk through Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, would you rather real quick? Because okay. it's easy to say, uh, you know, he'd be a tough start for me, but it's, you know, then when you actually look at it, um, it's a little different. So Clyde Edwards Hilaire, would you start? Okay. Would you rather start pick one of the three JK Dobbins, Kareem Hunt, Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Ooh, I think, I think I go hunt first. Yeah. And then you're real tight between the next two. But I, I do lean. Uh, I don't know. Clyde Edwards Lair is. I, I got to look at these numbers real quick because I'm pretty sure he's really fallen off the last couple of games. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I th- it has to be Dobbins next. The Dobbins, for sure. What about Edwards Hilaire, Damian Harris, or Jeff Wilson Jr., the Niners presumptive starter at running back, top waiver claim we talked about on Tuesday? Um, going against the Dallas Cowboys defense. Uh, who is the first one? Jeff Wilson, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, or Damian Harris. That's right. Yes, I, I like Damian Harris. Um, I do like Crazy. Damian Harris. Crazy. Um, I, I think that it's probably Jeff Wilson. Oh man, number two there. Ah, uh, no, I'm going Hilaire. I'm going Hilaire over Wilson. I think I'd go a layer over that threesome. I think he's the, but I mean, dude, it, it really goes to show you how much he's fallen and how unreliable he is going into this week against the Saints. I mean, yeah, because the reason that I'm tempted to play him is just what you were saying, that the, the Saints could say, we just want to make them run the ball. And, yep. and if that's the reason you're playing a player is because you think the defense wants to let them eat you're probably not going to be in a good spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's get to the next game, which is uh, Browns at Giants, the Sunday night game. Baker ranked very low. I'm seeing on some of these rankings, which is interesting. I mean, it goes into what we said, my roster dilemma. Um, at the top of the the show um, with him versus Tannehill, and we both said Tannehill. Yeah, the Giants are a frisky defense right now, and they're a frisky big defensive line uh, that's going to get in your face, and that could hurt Baker. Um, Also, as you were saying, I think they're going to run the ball a lot, so I kind of like the running backs in this matchup. I don't really like the quarterback or the wide receivers in this matchup. Um, 
And on the Giants side, I like Gallman, and that's man. And yet the the Cleveland defense can really be taken. So maybe this is the rare Ingram week. Huh. Yeah. I think yeah. it kind of is. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I I could definitely see that. Yeah. Um, I will say that like well, I definitely agree with what you said about Baker that like, I mean, that we both said really that they're going to probably run the ball a lot and that puts them in a tough spot. Um, at the same time though, once you get into whatever tier of quarterbacks you want to put him into, um, whether he's like, maybe, maybe he's in that 10 to 15 range within that 10 to 15 range. He has probably the most upside of just about anybody else who's going to be in that group because he has been playing so well. And because maybe things don't go the way we expect, and this is a passing game and he puts up big numbers. So, so the upside is certainly there for Baker Mayfield. Um, but I, I, I'm still standing where I stood before. And I think that where I put him is probably right at like number 10, maybe, maybe yep. just sneaking into the single digits, nine, eight, eh, probably 10. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And I think Ingram's right on that borderline as well. You know, like I'd probably rather him over a Logan Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, probably over Hunter Henry, who's playing tonight. Definitely over Eric Ebron, who I'm not high on. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could do a lot worse than Evan Ingram going into this week, for sure. Steelers at Bengals. Monday night game, last one we got, we were talking about. <sighs> the Steelers have been falling off and juju you probably have to start you're pretty weary on those other two wide receivers and ebron i just talked down i don't like ebron james connor hasn't been good um and just the depth that running back hasn't been there Um, so it's a unique situation and cincinnati uh, since burrow's been hurt that's been a complete state complete state yeah yeah i'm right there with you um don't like Claypool. He hasn't been putting up numbers for a few weeks mm-hmm. now. Um, yep. But yeah, Juju's probably a play, but that's about it. Yeah. I mean, there I guess go. James Connor's questionable. Do you like one of the other running backs if uh, he can't go? Not really. I mean, we haven't really seen anything from those running backs while he's been banged up. I mean, mm-hmm. their running game has just fallen by the wayside completely. Wow. Yeah, I've just been going back through these last few weeks and they haven't done anything at all. So yeah. I mean I mean, play the defenses here, I guess. Yeah. But and I mean like AJ Green did some stuff against the Cowboys last week. But enough to make you think that you can trust it at this point? I don't think so. No. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd were both around nine um, points and full PPRs. Yeah, it's just tough. Tough. So there you go. All right. Um, Before we uh, talk over our last couple things, wrap things up, um, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook because it feels like just yesterday that the Denver Nuggets were uh, playing in the Western Conference Finals. Well, it turns out that literally yesterday they were playing against the Portland Trail Trailblazers in a preseason basketball game, and they look incredible, and I'm really fired up. 
Um, luckily for us sports fans, DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app is here to kick off the 2021 basketball season with a no-brainer for all customers, uh, new and existing. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a plus 75-point spread on the team of your choice on opening night. That's right. All you have to do is bet on any opening night game, and if your team doesn't lose by more than 75 points, you'll double your money. This Saturday, there will be an endless amount of action to get in on, so don't wait. Head to the app now. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get a plus 75-point spread on opening night for a shot to double your money. That's code DNVR to get a shot at doubling your money on opening night for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Tell them, Hank. Nicely done. Oh, thanks. Question from the Discord from our guy, Yosef, Taysom Hill, Philip Rivers, or Jalen Hurts this week? We went through this a little bit earlier. I, I like mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. I think that he's a really mm-hmm. fun play. Um, Philip Rivers is... I mean, Philip Rivers could be the play depending on the injury steps. Yep. I'm guessing this is just some old guy getting a Wednesday off stuff. Probably. Probably. That's my guess. Um, I mean, he just put up a 40 burger on um, that was the Raiders, right? I think so. There's something kind of fun about him lighting up the Raiders and being back in the AFC West with that. And what was their matchup this week? Hank, I'm blanking. Um, this week, the, the Colts. Colts are hosting the Texans. Yeah, so you got to like that. I mean, the Texans defense hasn't been as leaky since the quarterback change, uh, the coaching change, but still. Um, I Yeah, I'd pick on that easy breezy. Yeah, I, I think that that's probably the play. I do like Jalen Hurts, and I think that there's definitely some upside there. And, you know, the ceiling or the floor isn't that low either because you know he's going to be running the ball a lot. We just don't know what that rushing floor is at this point. And so for him to be jumping in at this point in the season, it's just – probably too risky to actually play Jalen Hurts. Um, if you're better, though, I'm all in on betting on Jalen Hurts. Um, next question. Yeah. Um, oh, no, that's not a question. That's a comment. Oh, so no Christian McCaffrey. This is from Nasir. So he's got Galladay, David Johnson. Oh, for the first round of the playoffs. Um, okay, here we've got a James Conner or J.K. Dobbins. Definitely J.K. Dobbins. Yep. For the no C-Mac, Galladay, David Johnson, that is such a rough one. Uh, it looks like they do have Tim Patrick as an alternative. Other good alternatives, we talked about this earlier, Jeff Wilson Jr., um, some decent wide re- low-key wide receiver plays like Richard Higgins. Um, maybe KJ Hamler this week. Brandon Ayuk has been nice. So that's uh, that's a few notes on that one. Yeah, and that's uh... okay. He needs to start three of the five. This is JD Jenlison, the Gladiator, uh, Beasley, Cootie, Tyler Boyd, Hunter Henry, Antonio Brown. So three of five, Hank. 
Kuti's out now, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so eliminate him. I want to kick Brown out too, but let me check on these numbers real quick. Yeah, you're definitely starting Beasley. Yep. You're man. Boyd, Hunter, Henry, Antonio Brown. Hate all three. Yeah. Bench Brown. Oh Bench wow. Brown. But Boyd and see, that's the thing. Yeah. Is that you don't have any better. I mean, I, I mean, Hunter Henry might be a decent play out of that group just because I do think that they're going to be able to score on the Raiders. He is the one safe piece. And honestly, I could talk myself into him being a better play with all the skill players back for the Chargers or without. I don't know. I don't know. Would you suggest like picking up a Nelson Aguilar off the waiver? Wire? Yeah. Yes, I would okay. suggest that. Would you also suggest Jacoby Myers off the waiver wire? Uh, or Valdez Scantling so. off the waiver wire? Yeah, yeah, th- I would that one. Devontae Parker is on waiver wires in some leagues. Or mm-hmm. what about Gabe Davis against the Broncos? That could be another option. Or Chad Hansen, <laughs> who now all of a sudden... Uh, is a decent play with the Texans because of all the wide receiver injuries in Houston. Um, I don't like those guys as much. I want to see what Devonte Parker did last week real quick. Oh, there he is. Ugh. No, it's not Devonte Parker either. It's none of those guys. I, I think you, you had a couple hits early on with the free agents, but I can't remember who they were. So Nelson Aguilar. Yep. And then potentially Valdez Scantling. Yep. And who would you dump for the two of them? Oh, anybody. Not Beasley, Tyler Boyd, Hunter Henry, Antonio Brown. Um, Dump the two wide receivers. And as far as tight ends, I bet you you'll be able to find a Cole Komet, a Jordan Akins, a Jordan Reed. I like Jordan Reed. I like Dallas Schultz. Um, as guys who you could potentially find ahead of them. Yeah, I don't mind Hunter Henry this week. You don't against the Raiders with all those injuries to Jonathan Abrams and stuff. Yeah, you're probably yeah. Right. Okay, I mean, so hold on to Henry, replace the wide receivers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that that's the right call because he has been getting a lot of targets, <clears throat> except for that 45-0 loss to New England, but. We can't, we just got to throw that out. Um, I mean, I guess is that it for questions? Yep. Well, I guess that's probably it for this show. Um, if you guys need more fantasy advice, as always, you can tune into the tailgate on Sunday. We'll be answering some fantasy questions. Oh, no, that's gonna be on Saturday now. Uh, special Saturday episode. Yep, at one. Yeah, nice. Got it at one. Uh, so we'll go right up to the Broncos kickoff. Uh, so if you have any fancy questions, as always, just show up to that at one o'clock. Um, yeah. These last minute injury conundrums we've had, we'll be able to answer much better on that show for sure. And if we don't see you then, then we'll see you on Tuesday for the next yep. live fantasy show. Um, and that's going to do it for today. So we'll see you then.